Hello and welcome back to Everything Bootcamp. Today's guest, I'm very excited. She was able to, during the pandemic, take her bootcamp and turn it into a place where people could connect and feel supported and support each other through, you know, as we know, what was a very difficult period of time. So I wanted to have her on the show to hear about how she did this, what was her approach. And um, yeah, without further ado, I'll jump into the episode. Hey, it's Kyle, and this is Everything Bootcamp. Hello, and welcome to Everything Bootcamp. Today's uh, guest is all just talking about she's been following bootcamp ideas for 10 years, which is how old the site is. So uh, that's very cool. Her name is Donna Houlihan. She runs Hudson Valley Bootcamp in Orange County, New York, which is in. Uh, she's been running her bootcamp for nearly 11 years and has been a trainer in the fitness industry for 27 years. She offers indoor and outdoor boot camps plus spinning classes plus a run group for a total of 10 classes per week. Welcome, Donna. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Excited to be here. So firstly, I just want to say thank you so much for being such a wonderful member of my various communities, Facebook groups, you know, back when I was just email and commenting on the blog and, and now like with Bootcraft, like, yes, thank you. I need to give you a little moment. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It's been, it's gotten me through a lot of, difficult times through the 10 years yeah. of my business. So, yeah, I've, I've come to BCI. Even now I go to the Facebook group, even though it's archived, sometimes I'll go there. Like, I know there was a workout in there. <laughs> yeah, I actually so, go back you. and re refer to it too. So uh, there's a question I'm starting off the podcast episodes with. So I would like you to cast your mind back and tell me about the first fitness class you attended as a participant. The first one I attended Okay. Well, I'm old. I'm 55. And one of my real first organized fitness classes was my sister-in-law got me to join this women's gym and it was high impact aerobics and I got shin splints. <laughs> <laughs> that was my very first. And then from there, it wasn't long after that, actually, that I got certified as a trainer. I was probably 23 when I took my first actual fitness class. And then I think I got certified, you know, 20 eight or something i'm not exactly sure okay so yeah and were you doing a long time group, ago. was it like was group fitness the thing that you wanted to do as a trainer or were you more interested in like pt or athletics or well to to be 100 percent honest i had my first child i have four boys now my first is now 20 going to be 28 years old but i had my first child and i wanted to do and i had joined the gym it's a funny story i joined the gym and my membership was up and i didn't <laughs> want to pay the membership and I wanted to be able to do something where I could bring my child with me because I was always looking at the, the some of the instructors would bring their children with them. I'm like, that's so cool. You could do that. And I could be doing fitness. So on my son's right around his first year birthday, I got certified in Washington, D.C. as a group fitness instructor. And that's how it all happened. So then I stopped working and started bringing all my kids to the gym. <laughs> so it started out as group fitness and then eventually yeah. did some personal training and then I took over the business, my business, almost eleven years ago. So I love for that. boot camp. Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah, I love that working in fitness is such a family-friendly thing and you're getting to be role models for your kids too. You know, they grow up with just with the fact that you exercise just being a normal part of life. Yeah, 100%. And they know how important it is. You know, yeah. and I do race. My boys are older now, so doing just doing races with them and being able to, to keep up and join them in all of that or them join me, I should say. It's great. So, um, yeah, physical fitness it's really the most important thing to me, really, keeping fit and healthy and strong and being able to keep up with everybody and staying healthy. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about your business. So, well, actually, no, before we jump into that, so because it segues better from what we were just talking about. So, back in those days, and now it's been, you know, 25 plus years since then. Which, by the way, that's a quarter century. That's amazing. <laughs> what a career! <laughs> well, well, yeah. Sometimes people are like, "Oh, I," you know, in the in the fitness industry. Sometimes, like out in you know the different fields in Facebook and everything, they're like, "Oh, you've been doing it longer than I've been alive." <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell I'm me like, that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, also something to be proud of. I'm still here doing it, and yeah, it's been my life, so it's been great. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, have you seen it? change or evolve like the fitness industry in that time well you know obviously high impact aerobics we did all of that which and then i eventually turned moved into like sports conditioning and you know i think group fitness well let's say pre-covid was still pretty pretty um like power like uh still going on but was definitely fading out into more boutique outdoor crossfit so like your actual gym where you would go and Mm -hmm. tons of people in the classes, like that type of thing in Orange County. Anyway, it was fading out and becoming more small, little um, CrossFits or Pilates or yoga. So things were definitely starting to change as far as that big group fitness come in and have 30 people in your class. That was definitely changing. And when I took over my business, um, I had taken it over from somebody and like, I'm like, okay, it's all outdoors. I'm like, I'm not going to be in the gym anymore. I've been in the gym for 15 years. I'm like, how is this going to be, you know, my group fitness and, and I left and never looked back. It's been, it's been great. So things have definitely evolved into more of the boutique or niche kind of, um, uh, fitness centers. I mean, there's not even fitness centers really anymore, especially now after COVID most of the big, a lot of the big ones are gone for us or end little ones, sadly, but, um, you know, going away from your high impact and crazy cardio to more sports conditioning to more sports specific, um, heavy lifting, running, like it's definitely been more kind of sports specific instead of just like, let's go out, let's just go and like do cardio for an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So instead of seeing the little, yeah, the little niches pop up here and there of yeah people sort of, which is good because I guess, uh, it offers more variety to people, doesn't it? I think so. And it's definitely more personal. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more personal. And you know, you have competition, but everybody offers something a little different because we're all so different. So like it's competition, but you, she just not, is not me and I'm not her. So whether yeah. if it doesn't work, you know, I don't work for you. She will kind of thing, you know? So it's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yes. If that makes absolutely. sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Unfortunately, I've... everybody doesn't love me. That's okay. They can go and find <laughs> another place that they, that they love. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a good uh, analogy. I was reading one of Seth Godin's blog posts this morning and he was like, if you have a million Twitter followers, 
you still, that means like 99.9% of Twitter users are following you, aren't aware of you. Like if you round that down, it really means you have like 0% of Twitter followers because if you're like 0.1. And he talks, right. yeah, so he talks about like that you don't, you don't need to have everyone be a part of your bootcamp or like your, you know, like your bootcamp, you know, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. It's just uh, because there's so, there's so many people <laughs> that. Right. And if you try to have everyone, you'll never be happy because exactly. you can't, you know, yeah. not everybody's going to like you, but you know, if you can get your core group to really understand what you're about and how you work, they'll stay and refer and build your business in that way. Yeah. That's good because I saw on your website that you started with like, which I think a lot of us can resonate with this first session, four people at <laughs> your first session. And yeah. now it's I took grown. Over the business and then I, when I took over uh, the business, all those people just like disappeared. And oh, so no. I was like, oh, you know, I guess yeah. whatever, you know, wasn't the only. So then I was like, all right, we'll just build back. Let's just build and build. And, you know, it was, uh, it was hard, but um, here we are, you know, 10 years later. Um, I haven't grown hugely, but we've, we, you know, we've, we're, we're managing, we're still, I'm still in business. So that's a good thing. And the, <laughs> the thing is what is most is so important to me is that I have people with me for 10 years, eight years, seven years. Yeah. And it's such a tight community. And especially when you fall into something like COVID, it was an amazing thing to have and to stay together. And then when you're reunited and like, and you really can't even explain it. And we were just talking about this because we were on a, on way home from a a wake of one of our members son passed away and we were on the way home from the wake and we were just saying somebody was saying to me not to bring down the house but somebody was saying like you can't really understand unless you're a part of it what a strong community this is and what you've Mm. built and they were saying that to me and i'm not tooting my own horn but that was kind of what they were Mm. saying like you you know you created something really special and that was what i'm most proud of yeah the workouts are amazing we're having great results we run races we do things you have a blast but at the end of the day We've created such a tight community where the people know that we're there for them and not only me, but everybody we're there for them and we have their back. And that in our age, because most of the women are people are uh, in my age group, say 40 to 65, even. And, you know, there's there's college, there's high school graduation, college graduation, there's parents, sick parents, there's death. So there's so much more than when you're in the younger ages and we're all kind of going through it together. And like somebody just got married, somebody just became a grandmother, some, you know, some, somebody passed away. So like, it's such a tight knit community beyond our boot camp and our yeah. classes, which is really special for me, like to be able to be a part of people, be a part of that, their lives in that way. You know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty great. <laughs> Met some yeah. amazing people. Yeah, that's such a good, you know, I often think about like, you know, what's, what success mean to me? It's so know, easy to get caught I mean, up in the numbers. Like the grow or die. You remember that yeah. question, right? Way back when, grow or yeah. die, grow or die. And like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah. not always about that. You know, sometimes the success is really being there, you know, when nobody else is for somebody or just, yeah. you know, offering something or make, letting them know that they can do something that they didn't think they can. And that can portray the other, go off so far into other areas of their life. Yeah. So that's success to me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, during the last 18 months when we had you know classes opening and shutting how were you keeping that community and that connection happening were you doing anything well, actively or did it just kind of happen no i well i was like 
from the moment, like we were on the March 16th, they gave us the notice we were shut down. So I said, and I was kind of preparing for it. I said, all right, people, this is coming. My first 5.30 a.m. class the next day. I was St. Patrick's Day. I was in a green tutu and shamrock socks, and I was on Zoom. I had no idea what I was doing or what was going to happen. But I'm like, 5.30 a.m., we're there. And then from then on, it was almost like nobody had a chance to be like, nah, I'm gonna, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm going to take it. No, I was like, this is what we're doing. Be there. And it was like a, the next day, it was like a party from, from my 6 a.m. to my 9 a.m. to my 6.30. Of course, it died down a little bit. But like it was like, we're doing this. And I, I was like, oh, I had no idea. My computer was on like a little football chair and I had no idea but we went we just I think me being just absolutely on the minute not giving yeah, anybody yeah. an opportunity that all right we're doing this we're doing this yeah. and, and most people unless you didn't they didn't have the ability to be on zoom most people did it and yep. we were 85 days on zoom and I would go into my studio I didn't do it from home yeah. I went into my studio and made it like as professional as I could. <laughs> and, you know, we had fun. We did scavenger hunts and bingo. And like, I dressed up like a bunny on Easter, you know, like you had a, and then they would be coming into Zoom, like, what's Donna going to be wearing? What's she going to be doing? So, <laughs> you know, we really tried to make it fun. So 85 days. And then we were able to get outside to the park. And then when we got to the park, it was like this huge reunion. Everybody was <laughs> so excited to see each other from, from 10 feet, but yeah, yeah. we were able to be back in the park. So. Yeah, and then but going back inside to the studio, that was hard because we had to wear our masks, and you know we there was such much protocol and things we had to do. But I went over and above and did videos, and and I did constant updates every week. It was just more about information, 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 letting okay. everybody know what I'm doing, what's happening, why we're we doing this, because every week it was changing, as you guys all know, I'm sure. Like yeah. you know everything that we had to do. And I just, I had a video of how we were going to, when we're coming in the studio and how it's going to work. So it was just uh, constant information every yeah. week. I started an update from update of the week, which I never did like the next week of COVID. And I'm still doing it today. Every day, every week I do an update, whether, you know, it doesn't have to be anything important, but just like what's going on, what's happening. Shout out to this person. This class is going to be changed. Anything. But every week I did an update and back in, back in, in COVID, you needed that because yeah. people were just like, what's happening? So, yeah. um, you know, keeping them updated on the CDC, keeping them updated on what the health department says. So to me, it was information overload. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. that worked. That worked really doing surveys, what people thought, how they, what, how are they thinking about coming in? How are they comfortable? So, uh, and you know, they were giving yeah. me their feedback and that really, it was a lot of work, but that's what I had to do. So, you know, we came out of it pretty hung on to pretty much everybody i think that was um a part of it before covid and some people say they don't know what they would have done if we didn't keep this us together at that time like it was yeah. something to look forward to kind of like a normalcy so, some certainty yeah 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 something that you know all right well donna's showing up at nine so i'm gonna be there yeah who yeah. knows what else is gonna happen throughout the day but at yeah. least you know we're gonna get our boot camp in and also everybody communicated on zoom everybody communicated so you could see each other and laugh and you know, afterwards I'd hold it open so that people could kind of catch up if they needed to. So it was, cool. you know, we did happy hour zooms. We met at the park and, you know, socially distanced at the park. So I just was just all about just keeping everybody together and community. And, and um, it, you know, we were able to get through it. So the going back to the update that you shared, what it was that an email then that was a weekly. Yeah, email? it was just like a weekly email with anything that I needed to tell them, because that was the yeah. only way. To get because some people are on Facebook, some people aren't. Sometimes I see yeah. people, some people are on Zoom. So that was the one way. I'm like, guys, just check your emails. <laughs> yeah, that's where all your information is going to be. 
And that, I don't even know how that even came about, but that was <laughs> really one of the most important things that I did throughout those, those, however long we were shut down. Keeping that communication going. Yeah. Information, information, information. information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, it was, it was... and so you said you, you've kept that up. So what do you yes, include so in those? What do you include now? Now that so it's now not it's changing. Like if, if um, somebody ran a race and it was if it was our first race or they placed or somebody did something super special during class, so it's like, you know, a couple of shout outs, something that we going on that we have going on for the week, or if I'm gonna be away, who's covering, anything really or like if we have a race, I'm updating information on things that are coming up, or like I sometimes we do a group hike, you know, anything that's coming up. Like mm-hmm. let me think what's well, I think right now it's top of my head. <laughs> or it could be just a few little things, that's it for this week. You know, it doesn't have yep. to be full of information, it's just whatever's coming up information that they need to know. I'm like, and they'll be like, what? I'm like, did you check your update for the week? <laughs> so make sure you read your update. Yeah. It's all in there. So that's, oh. that, that to me was the easiest way to get all the information to everybody. That's so good. And I, I love that you include in the updates on what, what clients are up to as well. Because Absolutely. that create, yeah, that creates that, that feeling of just knowing each other better. Um, yeah. Especially because having some, I don't mm-hmm. have that many new people, but having new people, it's a great way to kind of let them feel like they're, oh, they're wow, she gave me a shout out. I'm, you know, for my first yeah. FK, I'm part of the community. You know, I'm in, I made it. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's totally genuine. Like it's totally yeah. it's not, it's not, it's just something that I do. So it's totally genuine because I am proud of them, but it also helps them also feel like a part of the group. So do you put aside some time each week to do, to put that together? Or is it just sort of um, when you I, can get it? Well, I try to do by, I try to do it by Tuesday, the latest. Okay. Um, you know, I ultimately want it to be Monday, but I, I try to do it by Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So that whatever's coming up, you know, so it's a wrap up maybe from the week, the weekend or um, what's coming up. So it's, I try not to wait past Tuesday. Yeah. And so do you have a bit of a system that you follow for getting them out or? No. I <laughs> My future well, self, Kyle, my future self. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about if we planned our workouts, right? My future self would be so proud of me. But do I have, I just, no, I just think about what's coming up. And yeah. sometimes I'll so, leave what was in the week before, you know, to reiterate. And the, so I just by Monday or Tuesday, I do an update. There's no real system to it. Yeah. That's all. But yeah, you can I'm do being it. honest. Yeah, but no, I do it. That, I've been doing it since, since, since March 2019. And I think I missed one week. That I didn't do, uh, I didn't do an update. Mm-hmm. So they look for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've you've going to sound like we're some evil, evil mastermind. But yeah, you, you've you've in a way conditioned them to to check for that email. Check their, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's such a powerful thing because attention is so rare these days. It's like having people's attention. So being able to create ways to keep people's attention is is yeah awesome. Yeah, and if they ask me a question that was in the email, I'm like, you didn't read your email, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so they'll never forget to read their email again. <laughs> so you going back to the when you took over the boot camp 11 years ago, you had, you know, just a few people in a class. How many clients per week, sort of even the people you just see once a week, how many clients a week do you think you'd see now with how many do I have now? I have about 50 active. Yeah. So, okay. You know, so in, you know, I have, whether they come once or twice or unlimited, there's yep. about right now, which is a little bit 
lower than normal, but I've never really been more than 60. I've, you know, I've never really broken that. Yeah. But, um, you know, the leaky cup. Yeah. Yeah. In and, you know, <laughs> like, oh, that darn leaky cup. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm right now we're having a solid 50. Yeah. And that's where we are anywhere between 50 and 60. Yeah, so to explain the leaky cup to people who are listening who haven't heard of that, so, so we're talking that, no, about that was, my that gosh, na- that's so long ago, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, so you have na- a cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can explain it if you want. Yeah, <laughs> you have a cup, and people, you know, you're pouring into your cup, and those are your members, and you're trying to retain as many as you can, but that that cup leaks, and some of those yeah. people sneak out. So as you're gaining, you're also losing, and that was the same yeah. through COVID. You know, you absolutely lost a few. I did gain a few, but it's just your constant, constant. Yeah. Um, in and out really i mean we've retained those 50 of those people i'm gonna say the majority have been with me at least three years and above yeah so that's a pretty solid community yeah and it's funny because you know sometimes i don't want to grow it (laughs) i'm like through through covid it was like do we want it do we how i would this is one thing i would ask them which they appreciated how comfortable are you bringing with me bringing in new people yeah because it was such a such a touchy situation so for a while i didn't want any new people because everybody just wanted to be with you know they don't want outsiders in a way sounds sounds weird but in COVID, <laughs> that was what they were comfortable with and then yeah. as things change and i'm like all right are we ready ready bring your friends Let's go. <laughs> but um you know we've kind of just hovered around 50 to 60 over the years that makes sense because you you'd created this safe space and as you said before it was People talked, you said your clients talked about how, you know, it helped them get through such a difficult period. Mm-hmm. So I think that absolutely makes sense that you would and be wary of bringing in, you know, extra people to that. Yeah. I had, you had to be really mindful of how people felt because it was, you know, we're in New York. It was crazy here. Yeah. So I had to be very careful <laughs> and, uh, you know. But now, now we're anybody who wants to come, they can come. We're all we're working for business. <laughs> That's awesome. Good. I'm very excited, uh, and I'm excited for that to Australia, not to be too far away for the trainers over here. Um, yeah. Well, and, right now I'm right yeah. outside of New York, so we're a little bit more in a better position than New York City, but still, New York okay. is you know pretty shut down. All right. Are you ready for our rapid fire questions? I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so, and and we might have covered part of it as well. And I've got your answers here. So if you forget, just let me know, and I'll tell you what you <laughs> responded. So first question oh, was, I got it. What are the top three things you do each week that you found help your business grow? Well, like we were saying, it's more about making sure each one of my clients have a great experience. I mean, not, you're not going to blow their doors away every single class, but everybody has a good experience, a great experience knows that they matter, touch base with everybody, um, shout outs, whatever. Just make sure that my people know that they're number one, they're first. That's my main thing because they're going to post, they're going to tag, they're going to mm-hmm. refer mm-hmm. from that. Like, you know, if we're running in the circle, I'm always going to be running from person, checking in, running from person to person, just checking in if somebody is not showing up, making sure that they know that they're, they're my priority. That's my number one thing. Um, number two, (laughs) I do email my, my, um, my email group at least once or twice a week, like, uh, with, with what I hope is helpful content and, um, interesting things. 
and throwing out call to actions or things to, you know, free trials or whatever, or maybe a five day challenge or something. And I do that as well in my, I have a um, community Facebook, uh, OCNY fitness community, which is just a free Facebook group. I have a separate one for my private members, but a free space group where I try to have um, interest and information and, you know, recipes, workouts, funny videos or whatever. So those are the three things that I do mostly to try to market and create business. Other than that, I'm not very good at it. (laughs) (laughs) That, that is the right, the right thing there. I'll share with you. I was listening to another podcast the other day with an author, John Jantz, and he writes a lot about word of mouth and like referral marketing. And he's got a book, I think it's called something like the referral engine. And he was talking about a lot of his one and two star reviews on Amazon will be people who are like, I read, you know, I I read half this book and he hasn't mentioned anything about referrals yet. And because the first half of the book is all about creating an awesome product, like create something that people want to share. So I think if you, yeah, investing time in community in yeah, making sure you, your workouts of things that people want to talk about that they look forward to. That's like they that's have FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we missed the pumpkins today. <laughs> yeah. October, we do pumpkin workouts. So oh, we yes. pumpkins. People are like, oh, I missed the pumpkins. So, like, having them want to come. And, and they're like, who, I, I never thought I would like miss working out. Like, I missed, <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to get away from it. Now I'm like, I'm sorry, I missed it. So, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I tried a pumpkin workout in October here, which is not the season for pumpkins because our seasons are opposite and yeah someone did manage to bring one but otherwise we would just use medicine balls and pretend yeah pumpkins. yeah no i got the big ones and i brought a scale out and everybody had to weigh their pumpkin in market so we knew how much it weighed uh, awesome. it's uh, like a yes. tradition little now things like that. for so many years yeah little like, things right, like bringing a scale I, I, yeah that's so good yeah and it's we've been doing it for so many years it's kind of like if you didn't do the pumpkins it would be weird so next question is a bit about mm-hmm. you so it's when you work out yourself, what is your favorite song or band to work out to? Uh, I don't use music when I work out. Neither. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, take it out because when you're doing classes, you've got to worry about people. you got to worry about music. I'm, nope. When I work out, I just silence. Yeah. I don't even listen to music, weirdly enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just quiet. You, but then with your spin classes, you mentioned you... Well, because it's so music driven yeah so then we're like we're all about like lady gaga and queen and pink and you know all that all that cool stuff and and uh, that that is really you have to have your music has to be good in order to have a good spin class you can't yeah you can't have some shitty music and try to do a good spin class <laughs> so we like to to you know um i mean i actually anything vlogging molly we like to use irish music i mean pretty much anything i don't have a specific kind of music but they their favorite playlist is Lady Gaga versus Queen, and that's one of my favorite playlists to ride to. So, yeah, is that something yes. you put together? Yeah, so we do. I would do like mashups, like Elton John and ACDC, or like ones that you wouldn't think would go. So this uh-huh. became Lady Gaga and Queen, and then <laughs> it became a hit, and everybody's like, "Oh, can we do it?" Because we did it on um, I video recorded during Zoom all my spin classes because it was too hard to figure out the music. So that was the uh... most played one. And uh-huh. we do it in person now too. So it was, they would watch me and do it alone. Now we do it in person. They love that one. That's awesome. So that's the kind of music they love. Yeah. Medic the Queen. But yeah, I like that. It's something new and something old. Yeah, I like it. 
the third question is, where would you like to head next with your business or in your career? What's on the horizon for you? Somewhere tropical. <laughs> um, I, I don't, yeah, like I said, I'm, I, I'm doing this for so long and, and it's kind of like, I don't see myself really doing much different except like I just got recently certified as a running coach, a long term, uh, long distance running coach. So I started a running, a running group became once COVID because we couldn't meet for our student classes. So like, let's start a running group and they haven't, we haven't stopped it through winter, everything. So, um, I've decided to get certified in that and I uh. enjoy that. And I enjoy watching people like really get better and stronger. And it's a different, it's totally different from boot camp. And yeah. so, uh, you know, I'm a long, long distance, certified long distance coach, running coach. So I would like to start training people to run marathons. Their first one. Yeah. I think it would be so exciting. Myself wow. included. I haven't done a marathon. I've done a lot of things that I haven't done marathons. So that that's probably where it's going to start moving towards more of the coaching, the running coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. So this new found I think, hobby I think, through yeah. COVID. Because yeah. I, I run a lot. So, okay. Um, I enjoy that. And, and our running group has become very successful. Weirdly enough, it was just something like, let's just do instead of spinning since we can't spin. Uh, and we don't even spin on Sundays. We used to spin on Sundays. We don't even do it. We just run. We run. That's cool. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, first marathon. So like New York marathon, that would be one you'd have to qualify for, I'm guessing, to run in that or, one. Yes, or raise money or get in the lottery. Okay. Get it. Uh, okay. Yeah. There's plenty of other marathons you could do, but then, I mean, New York yeah, City yeah. would be exciting. Yeah, it'd be pretty, <laughs> pretty unique, I can imagine. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Donna, thank you so much for coming oh, on. Oh, it went so fast. I know. I was, I was telling you at the Let's start, like, we could do three hours. Absolutely. I'm thinking about doing sort of extra ones for like a bit of a behind the scenes type podcast or something like that. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Thank Thanks you very much. Me. You're welcome. Hey, it's Kyle again. Thanks so much for listening to the show. My hope is that you'll leave this episode with a new idea or way of looking at things that will help you in your fitness career. If you've enjoyed the show and would like to show your appreciation, a review or thumbs up in your podcast app will help me spread the word. Or if you know another fit pro who'd find this episode helpful, please forward it onto them. You can use the share button on your phone. Many, many thanks for any love or appreciation that you can show everything bootcamp.